Welcome back to the Duck and Malt, here with the dynamic duo once again, <laughs> um, here to do Law Abiding Citizen, uh, as you can tell by the title and trailer that has just played. <laughs> <laughs> Brief synopsis, Clyde Shelton is desperate to exact revenge on those who killed his family, as well as the police officials, including Assistant DA Nick Rice, who could not guarantee an appropriate sentence. Do you have some fundamentals for us there, Douglas? G'day, mate. Yeah, sorry, I should have maybe uh, I brought, think it's, brought I think you it's, in with a hello and how are you? No, that's all right. I mean, it, it makes sense when you say dynamic duo. Yeah. It, it, neither Jimmy nor J-Mac will be here. No. So it makes a lot of sense. Shout out to J-Mac for uh, his brief cameo on the last movie, D&M, as well. A uh, big hit. Amongst the Duck and Malt audience. Yeah, yeah. About mm-hmm. three words and then he just walks out. We didn't even know where he was until the tyres were screeching out the driveway. Uh, um, so normal behaviour for him on a podcast. Very normal behaviour. So a few details from it. So this movie released in 2009, um, directed by F. Gary Gray. I love, what does the F stand for? I don't know. All I, my I, research, it just yeah. has F. Gary Gray I couldn't as find well. It. And... and when you read Gary Gray, it's very yeah. easy to read just Gary Gary. Gary Gary. Yeah. F Gary Gary. Yeah. But um, I have no idea. Yeah. 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 Um, written by Kurt um, Wimmer. Filmed in Philly. Yeah. Shout out Philly. Mm. Mm. Um, budget 53 mil and made 126 in the box office. Okay. So a box office success. I think so. You would classify that as? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Felix, Gary. Is it? Gray, for those playing at home. Why are you hiding Felix? Yeah. Also directed Friday. The Italian Uh, Job, uh, A Man Apart, Be Cool, and uh, Men in Black International. mm. And A Fast and the Furious, although I haven't seen Fast and the Furious. Also, probably his best one, Straight Outta Compton. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's an interesting report card. Yeah. I mean, there, there's some bangers on there. Yeah. And that's all since 95. That's all in the last 25 years. I like that. It's a busy man. I like that. Very busy man. Dougie, what do you think is the most accurate way to describe this movie? <coughs> a locked room mystery or a reverse serial killer movie? <laughs> <laughs> because he is committing... He's gone on a murderous spree while locked up mm. in jail. I think all but one of his um, killings mm. take place <laughs> while he's in behind closed doors and or in solitary confinement. Which do you think is the most apt description of the movie there? Uh, well, it's sort of a revenge action film, isn't it? Mm. You know? Mm. A revenge fantasy film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Revenge porn. Revenge porn. Yeah. <laughs> Shout um, out um, the the Inglorious Bastards podcast we did mm. previously. Um, yeah, it's a little bit confusing because I wrote this very early um, on and then I was doing some half-assed internet research and it sort of backed up my thought process. But it's a little bit um, of a confusing movie knowing who the hero is. And, yes. You know? So the start of the movie, you're on Jared Butler's side, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's one of the more brutal mm. opening scenes mm. um, out there in the movie world. Um, and, yeah, it get, <laughs> the, the waters get very muddy very throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, you do start off sympathising heavily with him. Yeah. But towards the end of it, you're like, man, 
how many more people need to die for you to prove your point here? Yes. And it, you do start to think someone's going to have to put this guy down before he starts, you know, family and children yeah. type of thing. He's, yeah. He keeps threatening Nick with this, like, oof. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm off him now. Yeah. You're right. I think the, um, you know, killing the two bad guys was one thing, and I think we're yeah. all still sort of um, – we were all definitely still on his side, I think – both of us would probably have done the exact same thing. Yeah. Maybe a bit less torture. <laughs> I wouldn't have added the mirror mm. for him to watch. Um, but, yeah, once he sort of drifts into killing the judge and um, the other lawyers, it's, yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it is. It's confusing. You, you sort of, your emotions are going everywhere. In this yeah. One. Bit of an anti-hero's journey. Some, yeah. I think you see it more in TV, Breaking Bad. The Sopranos, where the central character is, by all intents and purposes, a bad guy. Yes. As is Clyde here. Yes. He is a bad guy. He's on a murderous rampage yep. throughout. Um, it, it, it is, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a bit later in, in who won the movie, I suppose. But um, I, I do like I'm with Clyde, mm. that character. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And uh, and you you almost have Jamie Fox as the villain to begin mm. with, you know. Besides, obviously, the murderers. Yeah. Um. Okay, we're back. We're back. That got uh, technical uh, difficulties. Yeah, and it, it, it this is so smooth cut. They're not even going to notice that something happened. Mm. But there was an awkward, probably two second silence there. So <laughs> we, we've had about five minutes of um, paused material because we had headphone issues. Yeah. Yeah, but we're back. We're back now. We're, we're back. back now. Another of the sort of main themes or topics that uh, I noticed while watching this movie, Dougie, the price of ambition. Yep. A lot of this movie is about: Do you have to compromise your values and ethics Ooh. to rise to the highest office in the justice system? Shit. You know, is your conviction rate more important than actual? Doling out actual justice yes. to those who deserve it. Ninety six percent. Yeah, yeah, was what his um, record was. Yeah, don't say ninety five. Yeah, don't shortchange me. Yeah, um, as evidenced by the quote from Clyde while getting interrogated, you were doing the job that best served you, Nick. Mm. You weren't interested in putting away those murderers. You were doing what was best for you. Not getting justice for my family. And you, you're hiding behind. I, I just had to do it to get a conviction. Yeah. You know, it's self-serving. Quite a reflection on the justice system at large, mm. you know. I know this is the American, but I'm sure every country uh, across uh, our globe oh, 100%. has the, you know, some problems with their justice system as well. But it's quite a, a grim portrait mm. of the American justice system, I think, this movie. Mm. Mm. Going back to where you don't really know who the good and bad guys are for the best part of this movie. Do you think there's any other movies like that? Like I think you're given a few yeah. TV series. Yeah, where you've got that kind of the, the clear anti-hero. Yeah. Um, Gone Girl. Mm. You know, I think for the first half of Gone Girl, you yeah, th true. you're thinking, oh, this uh, uh, Ben Affleck's character, he is an absolute rotten human. Yeah. And he definitely killed this girl and yeah. hit it. And then you realise that, is it Amy? Is that the main character mm -hmm. in that? She's a complete and utter psychopath. Yes. And you're in, she's narrating it as well. <laughs> so you're inside her head as well <laughs> as you find all this out. We need to do that movie, actually. Yeah. It's a fantastic Gone movie. Gone Girl's a great movie. Yeah. And uh, David Fincher there as well, who just makes it very tense. Yes. At all times. <laughs> At all times. Yeah. He, his movie making is, yeah, like Seven and stuff like that. It, it, it's Seven is, a, is a, another cracker. Seven is a cracker. Yeah. Cracker. That's um, on, uh, on Netflix as well. I think um, speaking of sort of heavy movies, like this one is – I forgot how dark <laughs> and hard to watch <laughs> a lot of the scenes are in this. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that with the utmost respect because we're obviously doing a podcast on this movie, so we yeah. like it. But um, like that opening scene is just tragic. Yep. Um, I think we've talked about it before, but just now being a parent and seeing scenes that involve children, it is 
like you almost like I need to fast forward through that shit yeah. these days. It's hard. And I think that shock value of that scene, like that scene is legitimately 15 seconds into the movie. Yeah. You're seeing someone get stabbed and raped and then their child take abducted and killed. Yeah. That shock value is there to plant the seeds that you need to sympathize mm. with with um Clyde here. Yes. Gerard Butler is a he's the good guy in this. Yeah. They're trying to give you that it's a bit of a red herring mm. as it were. Mm. Um and, and it, yeah, some of the deaths. Mm. Whew, as Heavy. You said, the the graphic. Yeah. The mirror, the mm. the saw. <laughs> oh, then he's the body it, parts placed everywhere. It sort of teeters on horror, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And while not a super gory movie, that you know, they don't spare. No. You do see some hundred percent. Hundred percent. R rated material in there. Yeah, a um not for the faint hearted anyway. Definitely don't be putting this on with the kids in the background. No. No, not not a good option. Not a good option. Uh I think another way to describe this as well is Clyde continually putting uh Nick into moral and ethical dilemmas yeah in which he has to reflect on what his true values are at the end mm-hmm. i think as evidenced by that last scene where he's he goes to the family you recital and mm-hmm. is there not just at work mm-hmm. you know in a pretty fucked up crazy murderous way mm. you could say clyde is nick sensei oh shit. he's yoda shit. he's mentor it's a dark, dark Yoda. <laughs> it's a dark way to go about it, but you taught that man. Yeah. Seek justice, seek truth. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah. maybe some of it was worth it. <laughs> maybe. Can I, I, I wanted this for picking nits, but I, I just want to talk about it because mm. it, it, it's one thing that There's I find lots really. Lots of picking nits in this movie. Really strange is um, why, why is Nick on all the manhunts? You're a lawyer. Yeah. You, you're the you're a lawyer. Like, why are you like the first to a crime scene? Yeah. Like, why are you in that helicopter, like chasing down these people? Yeah, I don't get it. And you're also in a lot of danger. Yeah, you're one of the people he's targeting the most here. Yes, he's threatened your life on multiple times now. Like, you're not riding a long shotgun with yeah. the police here. You are in witness protection or something like that. Yes, but yeah. And it took a long time for him to. Um, get rid of his family, like move his family to yeah. like a safe house and stuff. It's like, man, that, that needs to be day one. Day one. Mm. As soon as you become district attorney, mm. like we need to hide you out. Yes. We can't lose another public official like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, picking nits is quite a... Um, yeah, we've got a few. There's a few few nits to pick here. Yep. Just a reminder of the categories. Yes. Before we dive into the most rewatchable scene, best quote... What has aged the best slash worst? Picking nits, half-assed internet research, the Philip Seymour Hoffman couch, and who won the movie or the PSH couch? Uh, for those, for Jimmy, shout out Jimmy. Um, give us, <laughs> give us your most rewatchable scene there, Dougie. Um, and I sort of found found it quite hard with this with this one. I mm. think. Um, it's more the overall story, which I think is quite engaging, rather yeah. than like there isn't an individual sort of scene. the the finale, the, the final scene mm. where Nick gives um, Clyde a choice to basically not make that yeah that phone call and blow everyone up and yeah. go hey yeah like you you don't have to do this yeah we can you know get you through this blah 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 and then he ends up doing it. Yeah, um, and then he gets locked in the cell, and um, yeah. and it was quite um, quite interesting how that was filmed as well. Like yeah. with the fire, like it didn't sort of match the rest of the movie. It was almost no. quite poetic <laughs> that final scene of slow mo, yeah, um, fire, and yeah. So I don't know if it quite fit. The more I'm talking about it, maybe it shouldn't be the most. No, scene, I mean I had it in there as well. Yeah, but that's a good scene, and it is. He, he's foisting the same. Uh, yeah, moral dilemma or ethical dilemma back on him. Yes. You can either um, admit to all your crimes yep. and live out the rest of your days and save some more innocent people from dying mm-hmm. or you can make that phone call, 
see your plans out. Mm-hmm. Boom, kill the mayor. Um, so he foists, and that is something that Clyde has been doing to Nick throughout the movie, forcing him into those situations. We Correct. get the fire. You get the slow-mo of Nick walking out of the, the prison as it explodes behind him. Cut straight to Nick enjoying some family time. Yep. Roll credits. Yeah. It is a nice, um, ties the movie off well. Mm. I also appreciated it because we didn't dwell too much at the end of the movie. Yes. I'm just like, boom. Yeah. Clyde's dead. We're out. We're out. Yeah. yeah. Not, not trying to find too much more of a resolution to yeah, it. Yeah, with Jamie Foxx and his family yeah. and stuff. And, yeah. yeah. And and trying to explain the murders to everyone. He's yeah. his whole plan. Like, I, we get what, it. We I just watched the movie. I reckon they got to the end of the script and went, we're not going to be able to explain why he did what he did. <laughs> we went a bit too dark yeah. and we're just going to leave it there. Yeah. I also, yeah, we'll, we'll get more into it in Picking Myths, but um, how every single official who was there in the first murder 10 years ago is there in the same yes. investigation 10 years later. Looking exactly the same. Quite a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. uh, my next one. Uh, when Jared Butler draws Darby into his trap, Um you know, calls him up, run, the police are hitting your house right now. Great. Great. Here's a car, I'm going to be acting, playing dead in there. Hits him with the first of his little... Um, the the yeah. um, Caribbean pufferfish. Caribbean I actually, um, I did a bit of research okay. on it as well. Um, and that's factual. It's the, the uh, poison is tetrodotoxin. Yeah. And you also find him um, uh, blurring octopuses as well. Oh, so, Jesus. Yeah, not good for you. You wouldn't so want to get It wasn't a made-up fish. Yeah. Yeah. You drown very quickly and getting it, hit by that. Supposedly they swim in the in the shallows of, like, the Caribbean. It's like, oh, I don't want to go to the Caribbean anymore. Oh. Mm. Anyway. Well, you can't let that hold you back. No. You know? No. People get eaten by sharks here <laughs> in Australia, <laughs> We're still there every summer. Um, yeah, it, it is uh, the crazed delight on Jared Butler's face mm. as he's detailing his very slow, very painful death. Yep. And just the – it's the first insight, I suppose, we get to his proficiency with setting traps. Yeah. With being – like his uh, capacity for violence. Yep. And just his intelligence as well. So – his job was surrounding that prior to, yeah? So when they go talk yeah. to that spy, yeah, he is basically a spy, yeah. but sort of was one of their best and yeah. most detailed. And I think they're trying to paint it as he was responsible for a lot of the tactical yes. decisions, yep. how to infiltrate, uh, camouflage, um, assassinate, get mm. in and out uh, without leaving a trace sort of thing and... Meticulous I'm, with his planning. I'm glad they did that because, yeah, because it, it, it will because it gets a, it's a little bit confusing because I don't think you figure that out. I think you find that out a little bit later after he basically takes apart Derby limb mm. by limb. So when, like you say, when he has the smirk, it's a bit confusing how an average Joe can get so much satisfaction from mm. that. I get why you would, yeah. You know, uh, why you'd want to kill him, but the detailed and meticulous murdering of him. Yeah. Is yeah. Very dark. A bit like uh, Dexter, another yes. show I yes. reference, where he is a serial killer that kills other serial killers. Yes. You got to be pretty fucked up mm. to like just surgically take people apart like that. Yep. I suppose it's not even surgically. You're brutally taking people apart like that. Yeah. You know, the box cutter. Imagine the old fella getting taken off with a box cutter far out. <sighs> Deary me. Um, my next Oof. scene, Oof. Jared Butler with a shirt off where he just <laughs> strips down. Because that's, uh, that's arguably the most famous scene of the movie. Mm. Like when you think about Laura Biden's scenes and you, you picture him with no shirt on, handcuffs on. He is a rig. He is a rig. He's coming off his 300 days. I do love that that's what you picture. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this movie? It's the only reason I wanted to do this is yeah. so I could watch that scene again. I don't understand. I think, think that says as much about you as it does this movie. <laughs> why Why did he strip? Oh, Just yeah. so they don't 
Frisky? See, I had this in what is age the worst. Okay. <laughs> I said... Should I hold out or... No, no, no. Let's discuss it now. I said him stripping down to the birthday suit as the SWAT team arrives. Is this just an unnecessary, like, power move? Mm. To just be like, get a look at me. Yeah. I'm jacked Have up. A go. I'm hung like a moose as well. Yeah. Like, w- yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Is that... D- do, is this what happens when you get arrested? Does the SWAT team like strip you naked? Yeah. Well, they put pants on pretty quick. He walks out yeah. with jeans, so they weren't interested in seeing <laughs> seeing the little fella, um, Mini Jared. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. I wonder if um, I had this in what's age the best, but uh, how dishevelled he looks when um, when Jamie Fox is telling him that he's going to make the deal. Yeah. And he looks quite weedy in that. Mm. Um, so I wonder which way they filmed, like if yeah. he lost weight at the end of the movie or put on the... Yeah, you'd think you'd have to lose it, right? Yeah. You can probably so maybe they filmed that at the end. put it on. Yeah. 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 Anyway. He does look very disheveled and very sad yes. in that prelude. Yes. Yeah. My next scene, um, when uh, Nick and Clyde's or so Nick has his first attempt at trying to draw a confession out of Clyde when he first goes into the prison. Love this. Yeah. And again, you, you get the the first impression of Clyde as truly whip smart. Yep. He knows exactly what he's saying. He's saying that he killed these people without saying that he killed these people. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's come, trying to come across as a victim he doesn't know what's going on. He knows exactly what's going mm. on. Mm. Um, and you see Nick as this pretentious, overconfident, overzealous uh, DA, you know, big dick swinging, coming in here <laughs> trying to think he can solve the case in, in five minutes sort of thing. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. You're going to play this game with me. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like with Saw. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play a little game with me? Like, yes. Come into Let's my go. web. Yeah. Yeah. And he draws Nick in. Mm. You can see straight away. It, it's um, it's a very tense scene yeah. as well. I like it. But then it gets sort of broken when he his only request is a mattress. The mattress, yeah. You know? And you, you, you're kind of put off by that. You're a little bit like, what? What? <laughs> what? What's going on here? What? And even more so later in the movie when he just asks for a steak and yep. some awesome sights. And his iPod for some reason. Yeah, that's a yeah. Um, that's an interesting one. Yeah, and it's interesting that they why did they put the iPod on a stand in the middle of the corridor? We're yeah. we're, we're crossing um, categories yeah. here, but uh, my next scene um, is when he first fronts court and then mm. convinces the um, the judge that yeah. he should be allowed out on bail, <laughs> and then she's like, yeah. I see your point. Yeah. It's like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And just sprays her and calls yeah. her a, a oh, I can't remember what she called her, like I've, a, I've got it in best quotes. Yeah. Um, here. Whatever happened, oh, sorry, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to justice, I bet you take it up the fucking ass. <laughs> he goes zero to 100 yeah. real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Yep. Real quick. Um, I don't have any more scenes. Yep, that's all I got. Yep. Perfect. So we're going to transition to best quotes. Yep. Um, do you want to take us away after I just gave us that perler? Yeah. Um, when he gets the – coming off the back of when he gets the mattress and then <laughs> his, his roommate um, or cellmate goes, nice bed. And he goes, thank you. It's a single. <laughs> It does have like these little drops yeah. of comedy throughout that is, it. That's good dry That's pretty funny. As well. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's not what you know, Clyde. It's what you can prove in court. Mm. And that line does come back yes. to haunt Nick. It's almost the... Uh, as the movie goes on. The premise of the movie, some yes. may say. The thesis. Mm-hmm. Um, what have we got? You think your wife and daughter would feel good about you killing in their name? My wife yeah. and daughter... Can't feel anything. They're dead. Yeah, that was heavy. And you truly get the, the sense of loss there. Yeah. And devastation. That yeah, he's and just numbness. Yeah, that numb. just nothing matters anymore. Yep, yep. You're the one who makes deals with murderers, right? Well, I've come here to make mine. Again, turning it back on Nick. 
You forced me into this. You turned me into this monster. Fucking asshole. <laughs> um, if Clyde wants you dead, you're dead. That's <laughs> when they're, they're talking to his spy, mate. Yeah. You talk to your daughter about good versus evil. This is what this movie was about. Good conquering evil, the righteous prospering, the wicked suffering. Mm. A little bit meta there. Mm. You know, that's um, and a bit of a false prophecy at the end of the day. He does, you know, he thinks he's righteous. Yep. Clyde thinks he's righteous. Mm -hmm. A lot of the other people would describe him as wicked. Mm -hmm. And he does end up suffering quite a lot towards the end of this movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got any more for us? Uh, You said this first quote, but there's a section that rolls on from it. So when he goes, um, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove in court. Yep. And then Clyde goes, I'm gonna pull uh, I'm gonna pull the whole thing down. I'm gonna bring the whole fucking disease, corrupt temple yeah. down on your head. Love it. He's an anarchist at mm. this point. He's full on mm. F the patriarchy, F the justice system. Yeah. Burn it all to the ground. Correct. Any more? No, that's no. all I got. Okay. What has aged the best slash worse? Uh, as previously discussed. Uh, our boy Clyde or Joe Butler stripping down to the birthday suit. Just such a boss move. You would never have to tell him lids off for the boys on a sunny day, would you? <laughs> Absolutely no shame whatsoever. Uh, He's I'd ready flaunt to party. It. I'd if, flaunt it. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, Do you reckon he looks bigger in this or in 300? Um, 300. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of that would have been CGI, CGI as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's incredibly ripped in, mm. in 300. Mm. Yep. Um, what's age? We're in what's age the best, yeah? Yep. Um, I think I said it earlier, but just the Gerald Butler weediness in the yeah. start versus being jacked was quite nice noticeable. Yeah. yeah. Like they messed up his hair. He just looked like a different, yeah. different human. I think he, they did well with that. He looks like he's a bit... I'm going to say this respectfully, mm. a bit of a wimp. Yes. Like he's very downtrodden. Which is which doesn't really make sense when you find out what his profession yes, is. Yes, exactly. You know, because I think they got a little bit muddled up there. Yeah. Because they did, I think that's exactly what they were going for. Yeah. Was that sort of wimpy, yeah. you know, um, victim, Yeah. you know, not knowing what to do, why is this all And for the purpose of the movie, I get that. Yeah. Like from a narrative point Yeah, 100%. Of view. But it's probably but when you not learn true about his, to the character. True. Yeah. yeah. When you find out what his profession yeah. is. If I was a secret spy slash engineer, yes. I would be ye- furious. Yes. Furious if yeah. the lawyer was telling me that. Yep. Can um, can Jamie Foxx make that decision without... I that I have that in picking this. But because it, it's, it's the DA yeah. that are... Um, it's the government yeah. that are in in the trial. The state, it's the, the state. state against the person against that person. Yeah. So I I, I guess Jared yeah. Butler doesn't have any input. Is that right? Yeah, I, you're right. Again, in shocking news to all the Duck and Malt listeners, neither Dub nor I are legal professionals, so we don't actually know how this works. Yeah. But I thought you would have to get because the state is prosecuting. Yes. On this agreed person's behalf, right? Yes. For example, not in a murder trial, but say it was like a robbery. Yeah. Jared Butler's character would be would benefit, you know, would get some of that money back, or they would get benefits yeah. from the outcome of this trial. Yeah. So they need to be part of the decision making. But then I was thinking, if Jared Butler's character wanted full control, would he then hire an external, you know? lawyer or legal mm. team mm. to prosecute the case. Mm. If the state's prosecuting it, do they have full autonomy to decide when so. and where we cut a deal? I assume so. Yeah. Um, for all the lawyers out there, we've got a lot of listeners mm. who are lawyers. Mm. Um, a lot of them defend us when you start talking about <laughs> Western Sydney. Um, so if you can Shout get a bit of fair Pryor, feedback there. My lawyer. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> I don't pay him anything. Um <laughs> Nor does he openly acknowledge that he does legally represent me, but we have a wink, wink, yeah, handshake deal, yeah, which I'm happy to talk about on a public <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, another thing that is your best, I think, just using 
um, the Caribbean puffer fish. Yeah, venom. I, I think like that's, that detail. That's great. Yeah. And I like to picture Jared Butler like milking a puffer fish <laughs> and just like getting it out, just yeah. one drop at a time. Just Flying to the Caribbean. You can milk anything. <laughs> you can milk a Caribbean fish. If you can milk almonds, you can definitely milk a Caribbean <laughs> fish. Yeah, that's true. And it's kind of, it's almost Bond-like in all the little gadgets. Yeah, that was a really cool stuff. gun. Yeah, yep. stuff like that. So I like that kind of creativity. Also... One of the things I have for what age is best, I think it's just a bit of a unique story. Yep. Like concept. Yep. Of, yeah, you, we all know what's happened here, but we're trying to figure out, like, what is the next move and how we're going to prove it all. Um, so, yeah, I just, it's, it's rare that you see many original things these days, but I thought this original at the time, story yeah, telling. Yeah. Especially in like a whodunit. Yes. Yeah, it does make me wonder, do you think this was inspired in any way by true events? Um, None of my research no, indicated so. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find anything. Yeah, yeah. And it does make me wonder, like, has a, another movie previously done this? Probably, that we don't know about. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I can only assume, we'll get to it in Picking Nits, but I can only assume that somebody did not tunnel into a prison... Um, to make their way out to yeah. pretend to be a cleaner to come back the next morning and be back in prison. That does, it's hard to suspend disbelief on that last yeah. little bit of plot line You'd there. You think if you're out in, in the open that maybe you just stay out in the open and yeah. you don't go back into prison if yeah. you've escaped. Yeah, especially when that was supposedly his final, or maybe he had more moves in store. Yeah. Unanswerable questions, who knows. Mm-hmm. What else you got for us here? Um, I think Jared Butler's um, acting, I think, was pretty good. Mm. It, like his intensity yeah. was very dominating. Yeah. Um, so um, we'll get yeah. into some half-assed internet research here yeah. um, a little bit later about because Jared Butler is a producer on this as well. Uh, okay. So he had a bit of control over... Who had which role. Yeah, okay. We'll get into that later. Um, I had, when Clyde is spraying up the judge. Yep. That judge is one of the worst people ever. Yes. You know, she's in here talking shit to everyone. Yeah. She When she asked the two um, DAs, oh, are you asking me to violate this person's civil liberties mm-hmm. just for uh, on a hunch? And they're like, yeah, basically. She's like, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, copy. Done. Got you. Done. I got you. I'm like, you're a piece of shit. Are, are you saying that this aged the best or worst? Well, I'm just saying her death has aged the best. Oh, I, I was shit. kind of always hoping for her to get it. And then the phone. That was a heavy yeah. hit. It's, yeah. And I just love the, what does he say? Like uh, lessons in blood are rarely forgotten. Mm. Like how she was lecturing everyone about the phones in her court. And then she picks it up in the middle of a conversation with two DAs and She's gone. Shit, that's a deep cut. Yeah, you know. Well done. She's a hypocrite. Yeah. And guess what? For being a hypocrite. You got it. Now you're dead. A little bit of a harsh lesson, mm. some would say. Mm. Um, I don't know if you can really learn from a lesson when you're dead <laughs> and your brain's lying on the floor. But um, that's our boy Clyde. He's a, <laughs> he's a very harsh man. Harsh and final man. Yeah. What else you got for us here? Um, I, I don't have any more for what's aged yeah. the best. What's aged the worst? Yeah, let's get into that. Um, sorry, do, do you have anything else for no. best? No. Um, Jamie Fox. Mm. I like. I love the dude. I really do. I, I love his music. Yeah, like a lot of his movies. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I believed him no. as being that lawyer. Any? Um, I don't know if it's the script. Mm. He doesn't get a chance to come off as very charismatic, charming. He's quite a dry yeah. character yes. the whole time. Like, the, you don't get to see much of the... I suppose he cares for his little assistant and stuff like that. Yeah. And he does come across as this little bit arrogant mm. at the start. He knows, he, he yeah. knows he's good. I know I'm the shit and I have a lot of ambition. But, yeah, I don't know about Jamie Foxx in this one either. Yeah. I think it, it, it's his talents are a little bit wasted here. Yeah, I think so too. 
Yeah. I think you're right. He he's a lot better at that sort of charming, charismatic. Yeah. You know, that leading man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and and funny to think as as well. Like anyway, we'll get into that in half hour. Indigenous research. What I had for what age the worst the mm-hmm. the death scene in the prison, <laughs> getting stabbed in the neck by the end of a porterhouse. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, that's graphic. It's a very, very graphic that, scene. That's one that gives it the R rating, yes. I'm sure, here in Australia. Yeah, I thought, while, you know, are there other ways to get sent to solitary? Surely, right? <laughs> you know, having a, you don't know what your, your roommate's done, your cellmate's done. He could be in here for, like, selling weed that's, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I would have thought, I guess it's it's probably too much of a stretch to expect Jared to know yeah. what, who his roommate was going to be. But it would have been good to have a bit of a backstory uh, that yeah. he was like a rapist murderer yeah, and you felt a little bit okay about the fact <laughs> that you just stabbed him <laughs> yeah, to death. Because yeah. he doesn't really threaten uh, but well, I mean, I suppose he does when he's like, yeah, if you, if you didn't give me any of this dinner, I was going to like beat your head in. Which is fair. Yeah. He's a... He's a Convict. That yes. doesn't mean he deserves to be stabbed to death with a T-bone. Mm. That was graphic. Yes. I don't know if that's um, if that's aged the best, shall we say. That's definitely aged the worst for me. Yep. What do you got for us? Mate, I, mine sort of sway a lot into picking nits with my what aged the worst. Yeah. So I think I'm going to save. Let, let's get into picking nits then. Okay. Yeah, because that's all I have for what's aged the worst. Yep. Drop one. I'm on, on me. Yeah. Yep. Um, I I just want to reiterate the the point that I made earlier about Jamie Fox acting like he is a police officer in this, <laughs> and he's just leading the charge whenever they've got a clue or they've got someone that's tied up and they've got to get there in X amount of yeah. minutes, and it's like he's the first one off the helicopter at the scene. Like, surely you're not fucking going anywhere. No, because you're a lawyer. Yeah. And go sit in your office and you can wait to hear yeah. what's happened. Yeah. Lawyers are meant to try the case once it's been the investigation's finished. Yeah. Not during investigate. Yeah. Not be part of the investigation. Yeah. Like he turns up to Jared Butler's house mm. when he strips down. I mean, I would want to end up there too to As see three. Yeah. I get it. As he's getting arrested, yeah. it's just like, why are you there? Staring him down as he's nude. Yeah. Yeah. It it's a strange one. And my next picking nit, um, once again, I need to state that Doug and I are both not lawyers, despite how what? articulate and informed we sound on this podcast. But I don't think getting your photograph taken with a convicted murderer oh. outside the courtroom oh. is in any lawyer's manual. Oh. What are you doing, one? And also, if... If I get convicted of murder, do they walk me out the front of the courtroom or don't I just go straight to jail to start serving my sentence? That was horrible. <laughs> that not- is so bad. Yeah. Like, and it. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that scene was. It was lazy, is yeah. what it was, because it was painting, um, because you had um, Jared Butler in the background that saw that. Yeah. You've got the photo that Jared's got in his scrapbook which shows those Mm. two shaking hands so i think our mate um felix gary gary um gary 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 was he took the Mm. easy road there i think i think there could have been a million ways to do that director's note how about you just put jared butler in the courtroom Mm. as he's signing the plea deal yes that's all he needs to see yeah perfect it's same and you could have even done a handshake there potentially yeah you know a little bit more like yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, your next picking nit. Um, the opening scene. This is this is more of a, a question rather than picking nit, maybe. But um, the opening scene where his family is murdered. I don't really. So there's these two bums that couldn't organise themselves out of a wet paper bag. Yeah. They tie Clyde up, kill kills him immediately, or try. Sorry, tries to kill him immediately. Yeah. Um. What what are they doing there? Like mm. it, like the other mates there to rob the place. Yeah. Like he's taking candlesticks and shit, which is also a picking net. That's yeah. horrendous. Like yeah. 
No one buys a candlestick these days, mate. Come no. on. Silverware can't be yeah. that expensive. <laughs> no, no. Um, so he's there, but then you've got Derby, which I don't know if you picked up on. His boots are tied mm. up in plastic. Like mm. he was ready to murder people, to kill people. Yeah. So yeah. I I don't understand what the com- what the consensus was going into that house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as you said, the shallow stab wound as well into the stomach, it's like, yeah, that's really going to hurt and potentially kill someone. Well, I but thought... But it's a very shit... Like, you're going to bleed out slowly, like... Yeah. Oh. I thought Jared's stab was a lot more lethal. That looked like yeah. it was up towards the heart, where yeah. the wife got it sort of in the side of the stomach. Yeah. Anyway. That's very cruel and unusual. Yes. But it's just strange. Like, what, what are you guys doing there? Mm. Yeah, and... And yeah, you're right. And it looks like it's the kid's up. They're yeah. like it must be what? The kid was young, so right. it must have been six, six seven, seven at night. Yeah. Who the fuck is raiding a house at six, mm. seven at night with a baseball bat? Mm. No mask. Mm. Mm. Yes. The security measures of I'm gonna tie my boots up in a plastic bag so as not to leave any footprint. Yeah. You're about to here, do something bad. But I'm not gonna be bothered to wear a mask. Yeah. It's like what? What? We yep. haven't thought this through. Yeah, the the motivations for that first killing remain unexplained. Yeah. Uh, my next one. When are we to assume, you know, Jared Butler throws the keys at the copper uh, as he's, like, taking his car, he's gone and killed Darby. Oh, yes. And then the next morning he's, like, got him tied up in there. Yes, yes. If a cop car goes missing yep. and a policeman... It's goes missing. Up. Yep. Don't you think there is some sort of alarm? Yep. One, two. Tracking system is there there. a tracking system in every police car yeah. these days? I would think if a uh, a policeman who's out on night patrol doesn't come back mm. until <laughs> midday the next morning mm. or the next day, that's something's a miss. Something's a miss, and people are going to be out there searching for him. I think he'd have a partner as well. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Where's his sidekick? Exactly. That's a good pickup. Yeah. Um, I had the Jamie Jamie Fox shaking Darby's hand was ridiculous. Um, yeah. Another location that the lawyers go, which I just don't really understand. But does the lawyer? Do both lawyers really go to the execution? Yeah. Of a man that's been sentenced, like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Mm. And who wants to ever see that shit? Yeah. Like, surely they're only letting in close family, right? Yeah. You don't let in your lawyer. Yes. No way. Yeah, that, that was a little bit... Um, like, And if you're Jamie Foxx, you're the one that got him to that point. Mm. Do you really want to be looking, at, yeah. like, in the eyes of that man? Like, because it contradicts himself, because I can't remember... Um, Nick's boss, but he's like, yeah. The one thing you need in this pr- profession is a short memory. Yeah, like once you once you do this, Make it's clean cut. Yeah. Move on, go yeah. to the next one, and then you're going to go watch them get killed mm. because of the decision you've made. Yeah, yeah. It's that didn't follow for me either. Yep. My next one. Did Nick really think what Clyde said initially was enough for a confession? Because everyone watching knows that he didn't. Confess. Yeah. Where, where are they been? Like he hasn't actually. He didn't actually say shooting. anything there. Yeah. But you're walking out of there yeah. as one of the best lawyers in yeah, that's Philly. What I mean, I'm I'm here. I'm meant to I've believe you're the best public prosecutor mm. in the state of Pennsylvania. Mm. <laughs> Doing dumb shit like that. Mm. Anyway. Preach, sister. Mm. Next one. Um. I know I said this was my favorite scene, but it, the ending. Did Jamie Foxx just commit murder? <laughs> exactly. You've walked this bomb that was in the mayor's office. You've just now put it inside a fucking prison. Yeah. And have other prisoners died here? Yeah. You've blown... Like, it, the whole prison is exploding behind Jamie Foxx as he leaves. You've just killed a lot of people. Like yeah. they, they we, we got explained that that bomb was going to kill... Like, take out the whole floor. Yeah. And the and floor above... <laughs> And you've just put it in the jail. <laughs> so he's killed a lot of people, I, bro. Has he evacuated the jail before this? Again, that's a thorny. That's that's tough. Yeah, you're, ne- you're not gonna. There's a lot of 
hoops to jump through to yeah. evacuate yeah. a prison, I would think. And a lot of I's to be dotted, T's to be crossed. Yes, exactly. And the flow-on effects, you would know this, as, as this place has been tunnelled into, mm-hmm. could, you know, the collapsing of that tunnel yeah. as you blow this as well. Yeah. That could create some, create some other construction issues. I agree. You know, to the uh, adjoining buildings. Yep. Also, <laughs> the tunnel goes from the mayor's office in the city to the prison? No. No, okay. No, I think from an industrial building beside the prison. They found that industrial building and then found the tunnel to go under. Yeah, okay. My bad, my bad. Still ridiculous. And going on with that, the construction of that is not by one man. No. So what did you do to those other people? Like have you killed those people that helped you? Yeah, yeah. Um, You would need a big excavator to tunnel that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another one with the bomb, right, there, there is a bomb that's in the mayor's office. Um, they all find it. They decide that they can't evacuate the the mayor and everyone above because they think that they've got eyes yep. on that room. Yep. So logically you would think if you think that he's got eyes in that building, if he hasn't blown it when you're standing around it, yeah. He probably doesn't have eyes on that room because you guys are all fucking with it and you're going to take it out. Yeah. So why don't, like, why wouldn't have you just immediately just walked that out? Yeah. Like, I know they end up doing yeah. it, but there, there was such a conundrum of how they were going to deal with that mm. situation. Or bring in a bomb diffusing squad. Yeah. As it's you said. Good. It's also good. Let the meeting go as it's going. Yep. Take place as, as, as it normally would. Yep. Don't alert them to that. Yep. Get the bomb. Get it into a, a bomb uh, diffusing unit. Correct. No one has to die that way. Correct. No, not old Nick. <laughs> you got to go kill some convicts. It's not, en- it's not enough to watch his uh, people he's prosecuted die by lethal injection. He needs to go and blow them up later in the movie. <laughs> um, why is the warden wheeling the mattress and stake through the prison, giving all the inmates massive FOMO? Yeah. Surely we relocate Butler yeah. to a bit more of a secluded wing mm. of the prison. Mm, the West Wing. Yeah, where we're not going to kick up such a, you know, raucous inmates. Yep. We're not going to get such a hostile environment inside the prison. Or maybe when they're just out in the yard. Yeah. Maybe bring it in then. Added to that, is the waiter necessary? <laughs> there is <laughs> can, can no we... way a waiter's coming yeah. in. It's takeaway, my bro. That you don't get to take away the waiter when if I order Why menu log, I don't get I don't get the waiter from that Indian restaurant who comes and serves me at my table at home either. <laughs> so I just thought that was a bit ridiculous. That was past ridiculous. I actually didn't pick up on that, but that is so fucking far fetched. <laughs> And they've got like the little, yeah. the little uh, silver yeah. uh, cover that he lifts off. And even more ridiculous, Jamie Foxx is the one handing him all the food. Yeah. The waiter's literally there to just what? take the lid off, hand it to Jamie, Jamie hands <laughs> it to Jared Butler. <laughs> anyway. That, that fucking waiter must have got a good tip though, you'd hope. 30% apparently. Yeah. 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 Oh, you got any more picking this for us here? Um, Nah, that's all I've got Couple more for me Nick, when he drags Clyde to the front of the prison And just gives him a quick sasa I I picked up on this, I didn't write it down Good one What do you do, like, what is that meant to accomplish? Where he's like, hey, stop doing this Yeah Enough people have died Us, us Us, us Then you just walk him back into the prison, like That doesn't happen Yeah, that doesn't happen and it's only one policeman there escorting him yeah, in and correct. out of the prison. Who is the guy um, that's always with Jamie Foxx? Is he a cop? He's the detective. He's the detective. Yeah. So they're just working hand in hand. Hand in hand. I okay. Yeah. yeah. My last one. How are the police not finding Clyde's motorised bomb disposal slash minigun um, at the funeral location, right? They know. The district attorney's attending his assistant's funeral. Surely someone is sweeping the area beforehand. Some, 
I like, actually, yeah. 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 Like, come on, man. This little motorized <laughs> minigun isn't. It cre- wasn't mini, man. Yeah. It was as big as, it was bigger than the tombstones. <laughs> exactly. It's not creeping up on people. No. You, you would fucking see that yeah. in, in a. Put some camo over it or something, bro. <laughs> like, disguise yeah. it as a tombstone. Yeah. You know? And then I thought the other one was like, he uses car bombs later. Yep. Wouldn't a car bomb be a more effective. Like I like all the the EMP it disables the electrical signals in the car yep. and then bang bang we should like you know that's cool yeah don't get me wrong that's cool but yeah I just thought jeez guys um, that made me think of another one is the fact that he ended up in in the isolation cell that he dug to mm-hmm. was quite lucky <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> It'd be fucked yeah. if he's like, oh, no, it, wrong one. Is is that where you think the line where they go like, oh, he's dug to all the other cells? Oh, did they say that, yeah. did he? Okay. And only one had that like, uh, lock that. on it. Yeah. Um, and how casual he is when he's out of prison. So like when he's going to be the cleaner mm. to get in there, he's like, surely, you know, Gary, 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 director, yeah. you could have put a little bit of emphasis on like, there's a little bit of stress to get back to the prison, um, like the warden, yeah. like like they they do patrols like every two hours, and there's a bit of a countdown time to get yeah. back. Like surely, if you're in isolation, that's got like a 24 hour camera in there or something. 24 hour camera. They're not they're not just letting you yeah. go peruse around the streets for yeah. a couple of hours. That prison looked very old and decrepit mm. for modern day prison mm. as well. It was pretty dark and dingy in mm. there. Pretty dark and dingy. Okay, half-assed internet research, Dougie. Yep. What do you got for us? Um, the restaurant that your waiter's from that comes in um, to serve the steak. Yeah. Uh, Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. Um, they decided to use it after dining there during mm. filming, which is pretty cool. Wow, wow. Jared Butler was originally signed and announced to play the role of Nick Rice. There are different stories about how Jamie Foxx took on that role and Butler was recast as Clyde Shelton. Mm. In one version, Foxx called the producers and asked if Butler would like to play Clyde Shelton instead as he liked the role of Nick. When the producers approached Butler about playing Clyde, he thought about it for a second and reportedly said, Jamie is Nick and me is Clyde. That would be awesome. However, Butler also said in an interview that he suggested the role switch between himself and Fox via his role as a producer on the film. Butler also said he initially regretted that this idea was implemented by the other producers, but added that it worked out well Mm. in the end. Could you imagine those two reversed? No. Me neither. No. Me neither. Well, I think, I I just think that, we talked about it earlier. I think Jamie Foxx is miscast. Full mm. stop. I don't think he really needed to be in this movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Mm. It was like Jamie Foxx was attached to this, and that got the studio maybe interested. They were like, "Oh, Jamie Foxx, yeah, I'm like, mm, yeah, I like that." True. But yeah, I'm looking forward to to hearing who you have in recasting couch. Your next one. <laughs> uh, Jared Butler studied law. And almost became mm. a lawyer. Love that. Yeah. Love that. If, imagine Jerry Butler as your lawyer as well. He'd deliver some very good impassioned monologues and, and defense. Probably shirtless. Yeah, well. speeches for you. Yep. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um, Jerry Butler stated in an interview that a scene where the character is murdered by repeatedly being stabbed by a steak bone was so gory that the MPAA, I don't know who that is, gave the film's initial cut uh, NC-17 rating solely on that basis. I think that's fair enough. When but did they watch the rest of the fucking film? Because it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> when an edited version with m- much less blood, I, d- I can't understand how there was any less blood than what made the final cut, uh, was submitted the film was immediately granted an R rating. I had no idea NC-17 was such a thing. Mm. Damn. Damn, Damn. Daniel. 
Back at it again with the white balance. Um, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove in court. Mm. Um, is the same line Denzel Washington uses in training yeah. day. Love that. Love that. That's pretty good. Shout out, Denzel. Uh, the security guard at City Hall greets Clyde as Nomos, which is the company name visible on the cleaner's overalls. In Greek, Nomos means law relating to the idea of dispensing justice. In sociology, the concept Shit. of nomos refers to all of the normal rules people take for granted in their day-to-day activities. All of these meanings apply to Clyde's choices and actions. Mm. Deep cut. Mm. Deep cut. What do you got for us? Mate, that's all I got for half fast internet research. You got a few more? No, mate. That's all I wanted to touch on there as well. We're going to okay. get into your... Uh, bag now we're about to iso you at the, at the top here um just just a, a note we probably should have discussed before this can you save the main attraction till last yeah yeah do but, you have a couple no i told you i'm bad at this i try and do it in my head as i'm watching the movie and it just distracts me from actually watching the movie the whole time really yeah because i just go on these long like wikipedia searches of particular actors and maybe it's because I don't have a great appreciation for how hard it is to act Yeah, that I think everyone is doing just such a fantastic job besides yeah. Jamie Foxx. Um, yeah, I'm just no good at this. Okay. You are though. You have a special talent for this. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, well, um, the Duck and Malt listeners uh, beg to differ. I've got a couple of quick hitters. Yep. If you don't mind. Nope. Um, sorry, I've just lost my page. <laughs> Work with me here. Um, I thought Denzel would have been good Ooh. as Nick. Oh, yes. Um, yes. He's, yes, he he's just really good in that detective. Yes. Uh, sorry, not detective. Well, there you go. You get confused with the lines. Yeah. He's actually a lawyer. But playing that role of, yeah. you know, he's a very intense actor. Yeah. You're used to him being in quite a heavy role. Yeah. I thought he would have been good. Denzel would have been perfect. Yeah. 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 Him and Jared Butler are two very, as you said, powerful, stoic. Um, yeah. I like that. Mm. I like that. Mm. Um, I thought uh, if uh, another, another person who could play Nick, Matt Damon. Yeah. I can see Matt Damon as that. Because I was thinking he could be Clyde, but Matt Damon's not that dark. Like no. even even when you watch um, uh, like the Bourne series and yeah. that sort of stuff, you, he's got too good of a heart. Yeah, you can't yeah. put him there. And he could have played uh, the Nick character as this, yeah, young, ambitious go getter, a bit like in um, uh, The Departed, where he's the ambitious little rat. Correct, cop, and he's Correct. this little, yeah. Happy to backstab anyone to get his way up the ladder. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the main event, Philip Seymour, Hoffman <laughs> Couch. I have two trains of thought here. Yeah. My first thought was he could have been, he also could have been a Nick, I think. Like he's, yeah. he, he could have been... Um, uh, I think he could have fit that that profile pretty well. Yeah. Um, but then I thought that's too easy. So let's give him. <laughs> I was thinking Derby. Yes, could have done Derby for sure. You know, although a small role, an important role. Yeah, you got to be very important. You got to be a sick, twisted, yeah, deranged man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he's um. You know. he, he can play a sicker. Yes. Hmm. Bit of a slop as he well. Can, yeah. You know, like Darby. Can play crazy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Mm. I was thinking maybe Philip Seymour Hoffman as the detective, the actual detective, not Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it's a good point and I, and I had the thought as well, but I thought the detective really doesn't have a role no. in this. I think the only reason he's there is to try justify the fact yeah. that um, – Jamie Foxx is running around yeah. acting as a detective. Yeah. Do, do you think the detective could have been uh, Jared Butler's accomplice? 
because you know how he says we're in the they're in the car ride, um, on on the way to the killing to the lethal injection. Yep. And he's like, oh yeah, you tried this guy, and Nick's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, what happened to the other guy? And he's like, yeah, well, there are extenuating circumstances. That's why only one of them's been put to death. Yeah, okay. And he's like, mate, the only extending st- circumstances should be whether you did it or not. Yeah. That kind of line, I was like, oh, could you possibly be working with Jared Butler here? Is yeah. it, are you the accomplice on yeah. the outside helping him? But. Uh, was there actually an accomplice or was it the fact that he kept escaping? Yeah, I think yeah? there was no like accomplice. That's, yeah. That, that mm. summarised when we found yeah. out that he was getting in and yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I just thought it could have been, a, that would have been a nice little I actually, wrinkle. Yeah, I don't mind that. I think it would have, the only reason I didn't um, put um, old Hoffers in that detective role is because I, I thought it was a bit of a... Um, such a minor role. Yeah. But I think it, it would have been interesting because I think it would have livened up that character and maybe they could have gone a bit more in depth of how Beefed of it that up a character. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that would have worked well. I don't mind that. Beefed it up. Yeah, I like that. Let's wrap the podcast up with who won the movie. How about um, I'll let you pick first. Mm, I struggled with this. Mm. It's hard to win. In a movie where so many innocent people die, and <laughs> can I say the judge? One, <laughs> yeah, the judge definitely did not win. Yeah, look, I, I think we've said enough bad things about Jamie Fox that it's not him. No, um, I think Jared Butler had his wrinkles in it, but it's hard to sort of go past who the movie centralised around, and it's the only reason the movie really stood up. I think was mm. because of um, his ability to be able to. Um, believe that this guy is fucking deranged now. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Butler. Yeah. I'm right there with you as well. And I think I don't, I definitely didn't come up with this, but I have heard it said before. Okay. The, the best baddies always think they're the good guys. Ooh. And, okay. in, and in this movie, Jared Butler thinks he is, he has the moral high ground, he has the ethical high ground. He's trying to bring down an unjust system. He's trying to be righteous. He's trying to teach the, the legal system and the police and the district attorney all these lessons about seeking truth and seeking justice. But in, in, the facts are the facts, mm. and you're a murderer. Yes. A serial killer. Yes. <laughs> a psychopathic serial killer. Um, those are the best baddies to me. Mm-hmm. When they, they have these convictions that what they're doing is actually good, but... Truth you're, be not told, you're not good. Yeah. You're not doing good. So for that reason, Jared Butler embodies that yeah, to for me. Sure. He is on one hand sympathetic. Yes. Ten minutes later, he is frightening. <laughs> Ten minutes later, he has a T-bone steak in someone's neck. <laughs> so, yeah, he, it's he, a sharp T-bone steak as well. Yeah. Like they don't usually come out that crisp. Yeah. Do they? No, and like you, you would have to hit him with some force to get mm. that in. The neck is quite a. Uh, not a bony area, mm. but you you know a lot of muscle, muscle and and um, tendon along you, there. So we've seen we've seen how big the boy is. Yeah, you know, three hundred. Mm. He jacked. Mm. He on that test. Mm. Um, all right. Well, that wraps us up. Yeah. Short and sweet. Uh, good, great movie. Good selection by you here, Dougie. Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah. we we had the discussion the other day about it, and um, it was between this and. Uh, Ocean's Eleven, yeah. which we're definitely putting on the list yeah. as well. The list is, it's good, it's growing. Yeah, we got some good movies yeah, coming up. we've got some good stuff on there, so stay tuned. And du- feel free to sh- shout, out, shout out some movies if you do want to hear one. Absolutely, absolutely. But thinking uh, particularly you, Stewie, get at us. Tell Stewie? The, yeah, Stewie likes a good uh, Duck and Malt movie DNA. Okay. So um, shout us out. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Skeletor? What mm-hmm. do you want to see next? Mm-hmm. 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 I like it. Until that time, though, please yes. rate, review, subscribe, um, give us five stars, pass it on to a friend. Yep. I'm hoping um, – I just found the Law Abiding Citizen um, soundtrack. Ooh, Spotify? Yeah. Mm. I have no idea what this song is, though, because I didn't play – I couldn't find it before the pod started, and I've just we're found going, it. We're going in raw. So we'll find <laughs> – we're going in raw. 
<laughs> well, until then, keep ducking. Keep goddamn melting. <laughs> Do you think this is just a just a bit of mystery? Yeah, I mean, is this just like an opening or oh, end credits? I don't know, but it's heavy. I like it. This is almost this should should this be the start of the duck and mole? It's tense. It is. <laughs> this is like when you're playing Golden Eye or something like oh, that. Oh, good. Like in the background, yeah. Yeah, like um, when you're playing, it's odd job. You're going through with the golden gun. <laughs> oh, that's good right. chat. <laughs>